from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. If you enter into retirement without a plan for income, you're not retired. You're simply unemployed. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast. On this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast, we talk about a 72T and a Rule of 55 distribution. These two distributions are both used for the same purpose, but in different applications. They're both designed to allow you to get to your money earlier than 59 and a half, but without penalty. However, both of them should be considered a last alternative, if at all possible. 72T is very restrictive. The rule of 55 forces you to leave money in a predominantly growth-oriented investment product. And for that reason, if there are other ways to satisfy your need for income, it would make a lot more sense for you to do so. Whether or not this rule is for you should be determined inside of a well-written retirement plan. And that's why we bring this information to you. Understanding a little bit about this could potentially prompt you to discuss things with your financial advisor, but I will tell you, if they're not bringing this information to you proactively, they are likely a growth advisor rather than an income advisor, which we have spent an extensive amount of time on this show trying to educate our listener about. The differences in growth and income are vast, and they are very critical to your success in retirement. Getting you to the date of retirement can easily be done by a growth advisor. Getting you through the date of retirement and to your last days on this earth is a little bit more challenging, and if not done correctly, could be a risky proposition. We'd love to help you build a retirement plan that allows you to walk away from the worry. And of course, we're always here to talk to you. If you have questions, 270-600-7526. We're always happy to hear from our podcast listeners, our radio show listeners, and we even enjoy when you send us emails at contact at rdswealth.com about the show, what you would like to hear more of, what you'd like to learn a little bit more about, or even guests that you could recommend for our show. We're always open. An honest review, a like, a follow, and if you're a real big fan, A social media post about our show would be very much appreciated. The more traction we get, the more following we get, the more stars and likes and reviews we receive, the more people this show will get in front of. And that's what we are all about here at RDS Wealth. Again, we appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Good morning to you. I hope you are doing well and you are ready to start discussing all things retirement matters, I am going to pose a question to you that has been asked for years. I remember hearing this question as a young boy, but now, somehow, 
It has a scientific answer, and it has been proven in a lab. And this is a bizarre little question, but it's going to lead us to our pause for positivity. And to get us there, I'm going to actually play a 1980s, it was late 1980s commercial that's very cute. Uh, its quality is probably not the best, but I want you to listen to the question, and then from that, it's going to lead us into our pause for positivity. Let's go to Mr. Turtle and Mr. Owl for a little bit of wisdom. Mr. Turtle, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? I never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl, for he is the wisest of us all. Mr. Owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three, three. If there's anything I can't stand, it's a smart owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. So that's a cute little commercial uh, that played back in the 80s. I'm sure you remember this commercial. And what I found funny a couple of days ago was on CNBC early in the morning. I woke up, as I always do, checking the market, seeing how things were going. And I, I heard this trivia question on CNBC that asked, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? That commercial immediately flashed into my head. And this was a part of the broadcast. It wasn't a commercial. It was a part of the broadcast and they gave us a scientific answer from Purdue University. So this is a very bizarre, very bizarre story. But I couldn't help but think about the impact that I felt immediately after hearing the answer. And I just, I just want to share it with you. So what happened was Purdue University, a group of engineering students from Purdue University reported that they have a licking machine <laughs> that is modeled after a human tongue, <clears throat> and that machine took an average of 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. 364 licks. As a matter of fact, Michigan said, we're not going to get outdone. They created their own uh, chemically engineered machine. It was a machine that was able to lick this Tootsie Pop and it came up with a 411 licks. Now this is a kind of a nasty, sloppy, you know, I'm sure it invokes emotions across the radio that I'm not even aware of. And I can't help but kind of laugh at it even when I read it. You know, you first of all, first thing comes to mind is, wow, that's what they're spending our tuition dollars on. The second thing that comes to mind for me is how much labor went in to find such a trivial answer, an answer that doesn't really matter. I am a sucker, no pun intended, for blow pops. I like blow pops. I'm, I've never really gotten hooked on the Tootsie Pop. But the Tootsie Pop, the blow pop, all of these things have a treat in the middle, and the enjoyment of getting to that treat is a part of the reason you eat that particular piece of candy. And I was wondering why someone would go through the trivial task of trying to prove the fact of how many licks it takes to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop. As Mr. Turtle said in the commercial, I've never gotten to the center without biting. And of course, Mr. Al also enjoyed his 
journey to the center and bit on the Tootsie Pop in that commercial. It's a cute little commercial. But for today's conversation, I hope that you catch what I'm about to tell you. We do not need to worry so much about the day-to-day trivial matters, little things that do not matter in our life. We need to focus on the big picture. If you buy a Tootsie Pop or a Blow Pop for one reason, and that is to figure out how many licks it takes, you're probably buying it for the wrong reason. You buy the Blow Pop or the Tootsie Pop to enjoy the candy. You go to work so that you have a little bit of money where you can then buy time to enjoy your family. You go to church to enjoy Christ. You go to family gatherings to enjoy each other. You go to your friend's house or to a ball game with friends to be able to enjoy the time you spend with them. But if we're not careful, we will find ourselves majoring in the minors. We will find ourselves so caught up in the day-to-day that we forget to enjoy what we're actually doing. You see, there is one way to go through life, and there is a different way. One way can easily be illustrated by this study to determine how many licks it takes to the Tootsie Pop. Who cares? I'm of the belief that you enjoy the Tootsie Pop if it takes you 10 licks or it takes you 1,010 licks. It's your Tootsie Pop. You enjoy it the way you would like. We need to look at life in a similar fashion. We need to look at day to day in a similar fashion. Getting caught up in all of the technicals, getting caught up in the idea, well, I got up on the wrong side of the bed this morning, so my whole day is ruined. I did one thing wrong, so you know what? The whole day might as well just be considered a do-over. I've heard it said before, how's your day? Well, I need to get back in the bed. What? It's 830. What are you talking about? How about we start here and make it a better day? We enjoy the journey. And we talk to a lot of retirees in retirement who easily get caught up in the technicals of what it means to invest your money, what it means to have a plan. We, as a financial planning firm, get caught up in the technicals so you can enjoy the journey. We are the ones that are doing the studies. You just go live life. But when I step out of my suit and I step out of my office and I'm no longer the financial professional and all I'm doing is going through life, I have the same struggles you do. I have the same time commitments that cause me to be pulled one way or the other. I have the same bad days. I have the same struggles. I have the same thoughts, the same fears, the same uh, happiness that, that, that arrives from a certain thing happening in my life. But what we have to be very grounded in is understanding our purpose. If you buy the Tootsie Pop with the purpose of studying the number of licks, it is a totally different experience than if you buy the Tootsie Pop with the purpose of enjoying a Tootsie Pop. Why are you going through life? What is your purpose? That's our pause for positivity. Let's think about our purpose in this life. 
And if we have a purpose and we know what our purpose is, then we find it easier to turn off the noise. We find it a lot easier to not concern ourselves with bad and negative news. We understand that the world is happening around us, and the world, unfortunately, is sometimes a negative place. And I'm not here to tell you you need to put your head in the sand. There's a lot of things going on in this world that we need to be praying about. But worrying about them on a personal level will not impact us in any way except a negative one. And considering that we have to uh, constantly be in the know to be okay is why we live in such a state of fear, such a state of anxiety, and such a state of bitterness. Turning off the noise and enjoying life is a part of living it. You know, we have, for the last 250 years, been blessed to have a country that will continue to hopefully provide us the freedom that we need to do the things that we desire. And no matter how many times you think, well, it's getting worse than it ever has before, let me tell you something. There is a whole subset of people in this country today that had it a whole lot worse 100 years ago. There is a whole subset of people that had it even worse than that 200 years ago. Our country is still the best country. Your situation is still one of the best situations in all of humankind. No matter what you're going through. If you have a sickness, we have some of the best healthcare professionals at your fingertips. If you have money, you can spend it on what you desire. You're not required to have a small home. If you want a big home, get a big home. You're not required to have one car. If you want six, get six. You want to go on a trip next week? Guess what? Go on the trip. You want to get on an airplane and go anywhere in this world? You have the ability to do that. Now, you may have to jump through some hoops. You might have to get a passport. Maybe you need to get a real ID. But come on. At the end of the day, it's not nearly as bad as the news wants us to think. And if we're not careful, we will get caught up in the day-to-day and we will forget to just enjoy our purpose. Now, I've taken way too long on this pause for positivity, but it's near and dear to my heart. And it all comes from a silly old trivia question that I saw on CNBC. If you are a retiree and you're approaching retirement, I'm here to tell you, there are a lot of things that are going to make you fearful. And there are a lot of things that you think you need to know the answer to. You think you have to know exactly how to invest your money. That's why we're here. You think you have to know what Medicare selection you should should make. That's why we're here. We are here to be your Purdue University in this study. But at the end of the day, you enjoy the Tootsie Pop the way you desire it. You tell us what you want. We'll make sure that your retirement's everything you imagined. That's our commitment to you. We're going to go do a break. We're going to come back. We are going to jump into some content telling you how you can retire early. If you are, in fact, retiring before 59 and a half, there are ways to access your money that you may not be aware of. And then we'll just see where this show takes us from there. I've got no real agenda for today, except I want to tell you about two very distinct and unique rules that may benefit you. One is called the rule of 72T. And the other is called the rule of 55. 
Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. It's fourth and one with two seconds left in the game. Less than one yard separates you from victory. You have the best running back in the league, but your coach calls a Hail Mary. As silly as that sounds, we see a lot of retirement managers being far too aggressive with your investments when a more conservative play would be a better fit. You have questions, we have answers. Contact R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-7526. All right, welcome back to the show. I want to talk to you about a couple of rules that could help you retire early. Now, these rules are not necessarily something that are going to make you money, but they could save you money if you find yourself retiring uh, before 59 and a half. So I understand that this is a very slim set of people that we're discussing this rule with, but I also know that you know people who may need this advice. So if you're over 59 and a half, still lean in and let me teach you a little bit about something called the rule of 55 or the rule of 72T. So let me talk to you about why you would need either of these two rules. Again, if you're retiring before 59 and a half, let's imagine you're retiring at the age of 50. And you've said, Dale, I've got some money in a 401k, and I need to be able to get to that money. But if I get to that money, I'm going to be penalized. Now, as you may already be aware, you cannot touch money that's in a qualified retirement plan, 401k, 403b, 457, or money that's in an IRA without a penalty before the age of 59 and a half. That penalty is typically 10%. Some plans carry an even bigger penalty. But if you're thinking about a 10% penalty plus paying taxes, you can see why it would become a very negative thing to touch your money before 59 and a half. So you think, okay, I've, I've saved all of this money into this retirement account, and now I'm getting penalized because I'm taking it out, and I'm getting penalized because I did such a good job of saving that I can retire early. Doesn't make much sense to me, Dale. Well, there is a rule around it. Retiring early oftentimes will introduce us to the rule of 55 or the rule of 72T. The rule of 55 is a more common rule. The rule of 55 is this. If you retire from a place of employment before the age of 59 and a half, but after the age of 55, you have the ability to take money out of that 401k, that current 401k, and pull it out for income. Now, we've been fortunate to help several people with the rule of 55, and there are some little nuances about this rule that you need to be aware of. If you or someone you know is retiring before 59 and a half, but after the age of 55, they have a 401k at their place of employment they have the ability to access that money in that 401k before 59 and a half and without penalty. But you have to be aware of this one thing, and that is if you move that money to an IRA, you have lost the ability to take the money. Moving the money to an IRA no longer allows you to do a rule of 55. This is why I talk to you several times on this show about if you're approaching the age of 59 and a half, it may make sense for you to do an in-service rollover. But at the end of this, 
If you are in a unique situation of wanting to retire at 56, 57, 58, it may not make sense for you to do a rollover even after retirement. Retiring that early may invoke the rule of 55. And again, if you roll over your money to an IRA, you've lost the ability to do so. So before you get ready to retire early, be sure you're talking to a financial advisor, specifically an income advisor. No matter what age you are, you enter into a phase of income when you stop working for pay. There's a couple of really neat ways to use this rule of 55 as well. If your place of employment allows you to, you can even roll other IRAs and other 401ks into that 401k where you're working now. And as long as you do that before your date of termination and retirement, you have the ability to use those monies as availability for income generation. In other words, you can access those monies without a penalty. That's a pretty neat way to get to your money early. Another way is 72T. And what I want to do right now is draw a, uh, a difference between 72T and 55. The rule of 55, again, from a 401k. The rule of 72T can be either from a 401k or an IRA. Most people select the IRA. The IRA under a 72T must take systematic withdrawals for at least five years or until the age of 59 and a half, whichever is longer. Now, that gets a little confusing. So, I think it's best to understand this with an example. Let's say that you've got a gentleman uh, who is 58 years old and they decide to retire early and they take a 72T distribution from their IRA. Okay, So they take the 72T at 58, they have to take that 72T distribution for at least five years in a row at the exact same dollar amount, and those amounts are calculated, but you've got to do it at 58, 59, 60, 61, and 62. Just because you turn 59 doesn't give you the right to turn off the distributions. In a rule of 55, if you were able to use that, you would be able to stop that after just a year and a half. So the same gentleman or the same lady retiring at 58, if the monies were in the right place, being able to turn on the rule of 55 would be a better advantage for them. There are times where rule of 55, rule of 72T, those rules shouldn't be used. But I do want you to realize, just because you are considering retiring early doesn't mean you are going to be penalized for accessing your retirement accounts. The reason I'm telling you that is because it's came up a few times recently at our firm. We haven't done a 72T in a few months, and all of a sudden now we have two or three on our docket. That's pretty bizarre, but hey, that's what we're here for. This rule of 72T requires very specific planning, very specialized planning, and if at all possible, you would like to avoid it if you can. However, it is a tool that we can use to help you. Rule of 72T, rule of 55. You know anyone who's retiring early, tell them to give us a call. 
270-600-PLAN. We can help them navigate whether or not these rules make sense. And again, most of the time we need a pretty sizable amount of money saved to even make this worthwhile. Now, we have covered quite a bit of heavy information right there, and it's not for everybody. What I am going to cover in just a minute after this break is for everybody. If you consider yourself a saver, and we went through a lot of this last week, if you consider yourself a saver, you need to know about something called APY. We're going to hit that one more time this week because we had a lot of questions about it from last week's show. I know last week we discussed APY pretty extensively. This week we're going to hit it right at the end, annual percentage yield, what it means and how it can help you save a lot of money, especially with the current interest rates as high as they are. But you need to understand what it's talking about when you see these rates posted on things like CDs or even savings accounts or money markets at the bank. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All right, welcome back to the show. I want to tell you about APY by telling you a quick story about my son, Andrew. Andrew's seven years old. We have this little basketball go in our house, and he likes to shoot basketball. He decided he was going to shoot some three-point shots, which we've marked out the floor, three-point shots. He shoots three of them. He hits three of them. Three out of three. He says, I'm 100% from the three-point line, Dad. I looked at him and said, you've only shot three shots. He looks at me and giggles. He knows what I'm talking about. Three out of three, I mean, if we shot 10 of them, he could miss the next seven. And now with that shooting experience, he's only 30% shooter. So what I'm getting at with this story is just because he hit the first three doesn't mean he's going to continue to hit the next seven. A good way to judge your percentage of shooting is to shoot out of 10. What's even better is to shoot out of 50. And if you can shoot out of 100 shots, Now you have a really good understanding of what your true percentage would be. It's the same as taking your heart rate. If you take it for five seconds, you may not get an accurate reading. If you take it for 30 seconds, you can get a really good reading on beats per minute. If you take it for the full minute, well, that's pretty much every bit of the information you need. When you look at APY, what you are looking at is an annual percentage yield. When you look at the maturity of an investment or a savings vehicle, you are looking at how long you get to participate in that annual percentage yield. Here's a great example. Let's imagine that you had an APY out there, and God, we hope that this does not happen. Lord, please do not allow this to happen. But let's imagine that we had an APY of 12% on a three-month CD. What would you experience In three months of holding that CD, well, you would experience 3%, 1% per month, roughly. Now, I say that very tongue-in-cheek, knowing that that's not the exact math, but it's pretty close. If you're going to experience 12% annual percentage yield, 
That means you experience 1% per month. If you hold a three-month CD, you would have experienced 3% growth. It's not telling you in a 12% three-month CD that you are going to make 12% over three months. It's actually saying in that 12% number, annual percentage yield. Are you following me? Annual percentage yield then has to be understood about how long you are participating. A one-year CD right now that pays 5.1 or 5.2% is going to be as good, if not better, than a three-month CD that pays 5 or maybe even 5.1 or 5.2. Wait a minute, Dale. How is that possible? A three-month CD at 5.2 or a 12-month CD at 5.2? Well, because what if interest rates go down? And what if in three months, now when you get ready to renew that CD, there is no 5.2s out there anymore, it's 3.2? Or what if when you get ready to renew that CD, there is no 5.2s, it's only a 4.2? You would have been better off in the one-year CD at 5.2 than the three-month CD at the same 5.2. Now, I hope you understood what I just said. The reason I'm bringing that up is because you have to understand what APY is, what it does, and what it means for you. This is the hardest part for people to comprehend. They are comparing apples and oranges. They are comparing a six-month CD to a 12-month CD. And because they have not received a written plan on how long their money is going to last and what rate of return they need their money to perform at, they are picking the wrong investments. If you can build a plan that needs 4% rate of return over the next 30 years and you have a savings vehicle that will pay you five with absolutely no risk, well, maybe it's time to take some risk off of the table. We help retirees eliminate or at the very least mitigate the risk that they are taking on their income and making sure that that income lasts as long as they do. All right, guys, that's our show for today. It was very educational. A lot of information there in the middle. Really good pause for positivity at the beginning. And then our mission statement at the end. We help retirees make sure their money is there to carry out their lifestyle. Our objective is for you to build a retirement plan that is completely free of worry. We can help you do that. 270-600-PLAN. We know the tools. We know the path. We know the maps. We know all of the planning that you need to be successful in retirement. We are retirement income professionals, and we want to help you build the retirement income plan that helps you then live the life in retirement you have always imagined. If that sounds nice to you and you would like for us to help you do that, give us a call at 270-600-PLAN. If you have money that you're trying to save and you just want to make sure that it's not going anywhere but up, you would like it to either be right where it was last year or higher than it was last year and take off the ability for it to even lose money in the market, 
Now is a great time to be a saver, and we can show you where to put your money to achieve your objectives. You're one call away, 270-600-7526. Get in touch with me or a member of my team. We'll be happy to sit down with you and discuss your individual needs. Listen, we enjoy each and every week we get to talk to you. We hope that one day we get to talk in person, but until we get to talk next week, always remember, save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be considered as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie Smothers Wealth Management.